Internet. I don't even know where to start, but I, I want to start by saying that I cried all day yesterday, all morning, all afternoon, all night. First time in a long time that I have been able to cry. Real tears for the loss and the passing of my brother Reggiose, a.k.a. Combat Jack. You know, for a while, when he found out that he had colon cancer and that it was stage four, he was battling it and, you know, we all wanted him to be the warrior and tackle that thing and get back on his feet. But he was he was dealing with such a battle that it was just tough to, to see him go through that, you know. One of our last couple of times being together, I remember him crying to me and holding my hand and telling me how much he loved me. I told him how much I love him and how much he meant to me. You know, my history with combat, I was introduced to combat by Dallas Penn back in 2010. It came on very early, a couple episodes into the Combat Jack show. And uh, the rest is history. You know, Combat Jack was always like a big brother to me. You know, we fought, but we never lost love for each other. You know, one of the biggest things I've been trying to let people know is that give people their roses while they're still here. You don't expect to lose somebody that you consider family. You know, friends become family. Losing Combat Jack is not only something that hurts me as a friend, as somebody who's done so much with him over the years, but all of hip-hop and how much he breathed it and believed in it and how much he dedicated to it and how much he gave to it. One thing you can never take away from Reggiose is how much he loved hip-hop. And how much he wanted for people to hear the story, the journey, the highlights. You know, more importantly, when the thing that makes me really upset is when I think of his kids, you know, and me as being a fellow father and, and how much... He's got a 10-year-old daughter, man. Imagine just never coming home to her again. Or his three boys, Chuma, Kai, and Chi. You know, it's it's you know Kim and I want to send my prayers and and and, and blessings to all of them and let them know how much that I love them and I wish them all the best of blessings and prayers and I don't know internet's. I'll be honest with you, man, I'm very speechless, you know. I don't mean to put this type of saddening bumper, but this is a saddening time. To lose somebody like combat is is, is is tough. You know, and I've spoke about it and and you know, even through our fights and battles, we may never lost love, but we lost a lot of time. And that shit hurts me. It hurts me to know that we wasted time arguing over stuff that probably on both sides could have been communicated better. You know, I'm thankful for the opportunity, for how much he believed in me, 
I'm thankful for for the times we had. You know, Combat Jack loved Howard Stern, man. He loved, it was influenced by Howard Stern. And we made our cast of like Dallas Penn and Ben Amin and Just Blaze and, and, and A. King and Matt Raz and, you know, when you had these people, it was like a sort of like a Howard Stern type cast, you know, funny and different type of personalities in one room. And even though Combat always felt we need to have a guest, I feel I always felt like the barbershop banter was some of the best, best content I've heard. You know, yesterday there was so much, so much love and pour out for Reggie on social and so many different artists showing love. And, and I think when you put your heart into something, people feel it and they see the love and it's only right for them to give that back. Internet's, I think Combat Jack, his legacy will live on forever. And we must make sure of that. We must make sure that his contributions to this game, to this culture of hip-hop, are forever remembered. And I know the crew and the whole LSN family, you know, I want to um, send my prayers out to them because it's not easy. It's tough. People like Chris Morrow and Jonathan Menner and Mello and the rest of the network. Listen, Internet, today's episode I have for you, I sit down with the one and only consequence. I taped this episode last week. There's a part in there we actually spoke about Reggie and him battling. So if you hear that, it's because we spoke, we did this, we did this episode last week. This bumper is done today. But I want to say this. I had a great time chopping it up with Consequence. Really going over the journey. Tribe Called Quest. Himself as a solo artist. Just the whole debacle and, 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 and the downfall of a Tribe Called Quest with Tip and Fife. And why Kanye, you know, loves him and, and, and values his opinion and has, you know, worked with him over and over again. Even after different type of situations they went through. I mean, I feel like Consequence is a guy who's been around the game a long time, man. And um, you're not around that long if you're not special. Internet, one more time. I want to have a moment of silence for my friend, my brother. And our, our definitely interconnected brother, Reggio Say, a.k.a. Combat Jack. Keep him in your prayers. Keep his family in your prayers. I present to you the Consequence episode. Cheer. Come on, everybody, get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up. It's the Premium Pete Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. It's the Premium Pete Show. Hey, Tess, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. And I say this a lot, and I'm going to say it again. Finally, sitting down with my guy. C-O-N-S. Yo. Yo. The legendary consequence. Yo, I always tell people about the follow-up, and I don't think they understand the follow-up. And I'm going to explain to you and the people listening. Okay. 
you hit somebody. Like I know cons for a while, man. And 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 you know, you hit somebody they're busy or I'm busy right. or the schedules don't work. Yeah. If you don't follow up, shit never happens. That's what that's that's a fact of life. So, you know, like like I had to follow up a couple of times with, with cons, but I wanted, you know, I enjoyed we, we sat down before, right. but I enjoyed his story. I enjoy his journey. I enjoy him as a father. You know what I mean? Like as a fellow father, right, you know, right. watching you grow up your kid and, 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 and be like a, an agent. Like we're calling you agent dad from now on. <laughs> but, um, you know, Kyle, what's up, man? What up? What Welcome up? to the show, man. Thank you for having me once again. Yeah. Now, now, what's new in the world of consequence, man? What's new? Um, Where should we start? Anywhere, um, man. Pick it. We'll bounce around. Pause. Um... Since the last time we talked, um, we've had the Tribe album. Mm-hmm. We've had the Grammy snub. Mm-hmm. We've had um, the we saw. Well, we actually saw each other at Complex Con. That's true. That's true. Um, Yo, that's, let me tell you something. That booth was crazy, bro. Thank First you. of all, I literally took booth. that. I took that out my. I took that out my. Removed that from my brain and put it onto Illustrator. Yeah, really. <laughs> Yeah, literally. Yeah. That was my first. Um, I'm, so I'm actually the um, the president of like ATC, uh, the president of ATCQ merchandise and apparel. Okay, nice, nice. So my first like official endeavor, um, outside of our tour merch was doing Complex Con. Mm-hmm. So it was how was a it thing that came. It was really really intense. It came together, um, at the twenty fourth hour. Um, but I, as you, as you know, I, I spoke on the, uh, my beautiful dark twisted, uh, fa- fantasy panel mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Rick Ross and Noah and congratulations to Noah. Yeah, no, that was um, that Def my, yeah, my Demali Yusuf and, um, Salida Ebanks. Woo. And, um, in the midst of that, um, you know, we were, we were coming up with the next, well, you know, the next wave of the apparel would be and um you know i just spoke to ali you know just so you know we have clarity so ali shahi muhammad q-tip and um fights widow disha taylor are the owners of atcq uh merchandise and apparel so you know i spoke to them and i was like i think you know we need to we need to jump in. We need to jump in with the big fish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because as you as you saw, and for those who who've never been to Complex Con, Complex Con is if you're from New York, Complex Con is the Black Expo on steroids. Mm. It uh, was on steroids. First of all, I just want to give people an example of I pull up on you in your booth, right? You and Ali, uh, Ali Shah, you hear me? My fucking um, <clears throat> Ali Shahid. I pull up on you. And the booth, booth moving, there's people in the booth, you know, dope setup. And I'm um, talking with Ali, kicking it with him. I haven't seen him in a little bit. I'm kicking it with you. Usher pulls up right behind me. Right. You know, he's trying to grab his shirt. Right. And, uh, you know, it's funny, too. It's like sometimes I really enjoy the culture for that, meaning like how organic shit is. Right. You know? Right. I mean, you definitely shout out to Usher. He's Who else? Uh, Who else was there? What's his name? Uh, uh Raphael Sadiq. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Steve Aoki. Um Bentley came Farnsworth Bentley came through. Ivan Jasper came through. Uh Emory Jones stopped through. We had we had we had we had a we had a Liddy. <laughs> we had a Liddy and um, you know, like I said, for our first endeavor to go 
head up with Puma. Puma was right across, sure. right across from us, sure. you know, and we we did great. We had a great show. We had a great uh, engagement for the whole weekend, and um, it was dope. It was dope. Like I said, it was you know, it was so many heads out there, and just to be able to like really, you know, have a have our own corner and it was just like so many people were just coming over like man I, I just came for the music sure, <laughs> I just sure, want to hear sure. I want to hear some tribe shit you know what I mean so it was dope you know you think about a tribe called Quest legendary iconic you know what I mean like now they say there's no more tours gonna happen right is that true like is there no uh, more as no of more right shows? now yeah we, we you know well you have to understand from from a personal standpoint, you know, Fife is gone. Fife, yeah. Fife died. Rest in peace. You know what I mean? So, you know, we we had a great run over the summer. Um, but it's hard, like, you know, like, it's hard. You know, it, obviously it's harder for, like, Tip and Jerobe and Ali than it is for me. Why do you say that for? Um, Because, because of the, their history, you know what I mean? Like, I have, you know, I have... My history differs than the the rest of the group, obviously. You know, like, they all started together. Um, so, you know, when you go through those kind of trials and tribulations, I came along later. I'm younger. Um, I came along later. Um, I've had my own travels. Um, so my entire creative isn't solely emerged in tribe from a rapper standpoint. Sure, sure. Um you 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 have a, a bunch of things Right. Yeah. Right. But for for them, you know, that's, you know, they've all sp- spawned, you know, and and done you know, <clears throat> Fife put out a few solo projects. Ali did Lucy Pearl, he's worked with Quincy Jones at a label, you know, Jerobe uh left the group early and and went into culinary arts. So you know, but they're Chef Jerobi. Chef Jerobi. Chef to the left. Um Yo, I gotta cut you off just for one second. You know, obviously everybody knows that Fife and Q Tip, which is your cousin, right. and we'll get into more, um, had their differences. Correct. You know, do you believe that Q Tip got a chance to re- reconcile any of that before he passed? And the reason why I actually I say that and ask you that for is because I mean I guess I'll get a little personal, but, you know, it's like, I don't know how much you know about combat is uh, diagnosed with cancer. I do know. Um, You know, he's um, fighting for his life, man. Right. Real talk. And, um, you know, we spent many, many years together. And and, and, and then for like one year, you know, we we went our different ways, you know. And we didn't talk for like a year. Right. And... um, I don't know. Like now, to be honest with you, man, I, I've been I've been like beating myself up because I'm like, damn, man, like this guy is fighting for his life, and um, I lost a lot of time, and there may not be a lot of time. And right. I don't know. I'm just, I just, you know what I mean? Right, I'm, right, right. I'm not sure if you seen that or heard that from him. Like, I, I mean, well, obviously, like, look, it was a point with Fife that I had to call, um. Charlemagne when he was doing Wendy Williams show because Wendy Williams was saying Fife had AIDS. And I had to call and say, yo, look, not for nothing. You're incorrect. That's vicious. 
That's our family. Oh, you mean Charlemagne was saying that? No, Wendy was saying it. Oh, Wendy so was saying that. Charlemagne okay. had me call in because it was like, you know, Roman, I get it. You know, that's her job. You know what I mean? But for somebody who's going, like, going through dialysis and kidney um, initiatives, it's a really rough time. It's it's hard. You know, like, it's it's not easy living. It's not an easy living at all. Sure. Um... So, you know, any internal disease, like you said, with with, with, with Reggie, like, you know, um, you you know, I, I, you know, I saw it for myself. I saw you guys, you know, one minute it was the dynamic duo and then it went left somewhere. You know what I mean? And and that and that happens in business. But obviously, that's your friend. Y'all, y'all, y- the, your chemistry evolved because of your friendship. Sure, sure. Um, and so the same thing is with Q-Tip and Fife. I mean, I can't speak for Q-Tip. He's his own man. Of course, of but course. But I'm sure that, you know, there's, you know, th- there's multiple tiers of emotion. And so, you know, when you're so, when you have developed what they developed as a group and, 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 a, and a camaraderie and a friendship and a brotherhood and you wake up and then it's 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 altered, it's gone. I mean, you know, that's tough. It's tough. You know, let's take it back to for people who may not even know who Consequence is. Say somebody's listening to this and doesn't know. You grew up where? In Queens. Grew up in Queens. It's Queens all day. Mom and dad? Uh, yeah, I wasn't a surrogate. <laughs> no, 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 maybe, no, maybe maybe you didn't grow up with a, with, with both. Well, parents. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, I was, you know, d- product of the environment, you know, seventies parents, you know, so they stay together, they break up, they, you know, things of that nature. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, for all intents and purposes, you know, grew up in Queens and in California, went back and forth. Really? Um, yeah. Why California? Yeah, my father was in the military. So okay, nice. So you like a military brat? In a sense, not really, you know, military brat, but my grandfather was one of the biggest number of runners in Harlem. So, really? Yeah. So everybody, you know, like if you ask Cardan, and a lot of people came to his funeral, um, mm. his name was Slim. Um, so you know it's, it's unique, um, unique upbringing, and so um, yeah. So um, what like, about moms? What do moms do? My mom works uh, for the post office. Okay. Yeah, she works for the post office. Um, so they both had like you know, the, you know, the way back then was to get a government job. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you growing up, you know, obviously you have. Q-Tip is, is is your cousin, so there is some artistry you've seen later on. But right. when did you even think that, you know, was it young, teenager, that you wanted to rap or do anything in the sense of artistry? Um, I always had, like, my finger on a creative pulse, you know, whether it was dancing, mm. whether it was drawing, you know. It's funny because um, um, my dad saw, have, has seen the clothes, and he's like, you know, he said he sent me a text like, man, I'm really so glad to see you back into your art. Mm. And like that was a thing for me when I was a kid. Like I really liked to draw a lot. Um, you know, I even went to high school for and majoring in commercial art. Um, so I always kind of had a a 
a, a vision for sure. for creative. So, like, when you wanted to, when was the first time you even think about that? Like, you spit a verse or spit a spit some bars or even like. Well, I started rhyming. Um, started rapping. What happened was um, a friend of mine who was like, we were like, you know, you know, you have your, you have your, you have your, you have your. Your, your your block crew or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my guys, his uh, his older brother rapped, and his older brother got murdered. Mm. His older brother was um, this was like eighty nine. His brother his brother uh, name was Lamont, and he um, he was like just starting out as a drug dealer, but he rapped, and he got murdered in a in an alley. They left him, left his body in an alley, um, and. Um, what happened was my friend took his rap book and started began to to, to mimic his, sure, his sure. rapping as because that was like they they had <clears throat> they had maybe like seven siblings so these two were like the closest in siblings like my my friend he was like maybe like the second youngest mm. so it was like a was his sister his youngest sister him. Then Lamont, then older sister, older brother, older sister, older brother. They had, it was like, like I said, it was like seven or eight of them. Yeah. Um, so um, then my grandma died of cancer. Mm. And so um, kind of like I saw it being his therapy, but I just didn't have anybody to take rounds from. So sure. it was like I just had to kind of start, <laughs> you know, I didn't have a, I didn't have a, um, I didn't have a baton. Did you have a name? Um, yes. What was it? <laughs> you would never hear that out of my mouth. But Come on. Absolutely yo, bun, not. Yo, bun, bun, bun said his first name was Stormtrooper. That's good. Um, <laughs> Bunny, like something, Well, a bunch of shit. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. We're going to go to the first remedial name. But so what happened was, um, um, and I, after doing like some really some thought to it, I came up with consequence. But then, but why? The, um, because I felt like, from my um, viewpoint, consequence meant the result of of actions or things that you see. Or, you know, so I felt like me rapping was the result of the things that I were was encountering and seeing living life in Queens sure. and mourning my grandmother and and you know coming up in the in, in the in the household that I came up in and um and then as as time moved on um yeah I had my own little crew and so they started calling me uh Ray Tip or Razor Tip. Um Razor Tip. Right. It was, so it was Ray it was like it was like a it was like um Reza Rakim thing or okay, whatever. Okay. It was like yo um before before the Wudo, you know, because mm. this is like ninety two, ninety one okay. before I knew about the Wu. So I was like Ray Tip on the strength of, of obviously of Q Tip. Sure, sure. Um, so like even then when I when Tips first started really ushering me into the game, he says on a on the Craig Mack remix, uh. No name Ray Tip. What's going on, love? And we coming through rug. Um, um, so that was like a shout. That was a sh- like him shouting me out or sure, whatever. Sure. Um, when shout outs were like golden. Um, you don't think shout outs are golden anymore? I, 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 I'm, 
I'm I'm past it. But it was okay. like, you know, for me, it was like, uh, you know, Q-Tip is saying my name on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Cousin or not, he's like sure, Q-Tip sure, that absolutely. has low end theory and... Yeah, well, Low End and Midnight, all three albums was out, you know what I'm saying, at the time. So it was like, you know, it was like a, it was like a big deal. Did, did okay, did Q-Tip take you serious as being an artist? Like, did he believe you were nice? Like, did he keep it 100 with you? Um, It, it was a process. It was a process. You mean to let you in? You think it's... No, it was just a family? process. It was just a process. No, no, no. it was because it, it was a process with him embracing me as an artist. I mm. mean, he was, you know, he had his own artistry. He had, you know, he was a, he was definitely like um one of the top producers in New York. Mm. Um so, you know, and a lot of people were competing for his ear at the time. You know, like, you know, you had Buster, sure. who was, you know, coming through often um to to his crib um hurricane it was a lot hurricane gloria i remember mm. hurricane gloria was um you know large nas he just was around the time when one love had kicked mm. he had done one love i i was in the studio when he did one love he brought me to that session take us so, take us through the, the, you can't just walk past something like that in hip-hop um, Take us through that night. Like, how was it in there? What was the atmosphere? Well, it wasn't actually a night. It was daytime. So okay. this was like the first. So, it you know, ancient scroll uh, really quick. Um, so this is a different time of, in New York City, you know. Um, and it's a different time in my life. I'm, I'm maybe uh, 17 mm. around that time. Around, I'm still in high school. Still in high school. So, um for so for me as somebody in high school 10th grade 11th grade something like that you know going to Manhattan is sure, it's it's a big quite deal. different than sure. when I came here today but I was sure right sure. so so it's like a thing and he's like yo I'm gonna bring you to the city with me right, I'm gonna be in the studio with this kid Nasty Nas you heard about him right I'm like yeah 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 that's the dude who be saying all the blasphemous shit right <laughs> <laughs> um but he was nice though you know like it was you know we didn't have blogs back then it was you hear mixtapes and you hear sure, sure. um you know you 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 it wasn't even clue yet it yeah. was kick capri it was mm. um it was a host of other djs um but um so um, and he was like the talk in high school. Like when I was in high school, I remember they because you know he was like the new Nas was like the new guy on the street where it was just like yo this dude Nas he be saying he gonna snuff Jesus and yo boom 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 and you know like that this is this is like I said this is before trolling sure, sure, and sure, Instagram sure. and any of that so he's just like yo I got you got it's a guilty pleasure it's like I don't want to hear it. Cause I, cause I, cause I'm a faithful servant of God, but I really want to hear sure, what sure. this crazy dude is talking about. Cause I keep hearing about it. You're um, in 11th grade, right? Right. You're sitting in this room, right? right. Wait, wait. So, okay, so, so then, boom. So then, so like I said, so then Tim was like, "Yo, so yeah, I'm gonna do a joint for him." Um, and so, um, we go to Battery Studio, and um, you know. I didn't know that you could order food and shit. And just like, yo, order whatever you want. It's just like, you telling us, it's, 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 it's like, I'm just like, get a oh, burger with fries, man. 
Nah, I, I fuck, man, give me chicken parmesan. Really? Some shit that I ain't, I can't get in Queens. <laughs> I like that mindset. <laughs> yeah, so we eating and shit, and it's just like, you know, this is like, for me, it's the perception of, like, this is the real studio. This is it. This is all the shit that you've been wanting to get yourself into. And, you know, like, I'm, you know, at the time, you know, just to backtrack a little bit, like, I'm paying for my own studio time with my... You know, my, with my own bread, whether it's from doing a one-two move. With your crew. Whatever. Yeah. But, but it was no, somewhat- no, 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 no. Well, see, the thing is, like, I had a crew, but I, we we had, we had like a, we had like a Wu-Tang set up. So it was like, we were called the high guys. So one of my, one of my, uh, two of my friends had actually got a, I want to say they got it signed to a, like a production deal with JMJ. Mm, mm. Um, they they were they were um, I forgot their group name, but it was my my friend uh, my friends Ronnie C and Logic, and um, and um, they um, yeah, like I said, they got a production deal at JMJ with with Jam Master J or whatever. So they had their thing going. I kind of had to, to connect with Tip, and then we had a couple other. Um, uh, of our friends that actually rap, so it was kind of like whoever get in first type of scenario. Sure, sure. Um, so, um, like I said, so I was primarily paying for my own studio time, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 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 my question to you is this: If you're you're paying for your own, so you were kind of, and I don't mean to struggle, but like kind of like had a different setup than what you were in. What you were seeing that day when Nas was absolutely in the- that's why that's why yeah that's why so that's it was a, like yeah, you're yeah, like holy yeah. shit this is yeah now nah, this is the big time yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like you know like I'm putting my and I'm a kid remember sure you know what I mean so I'm you know maybe in a room um maybe a little a little maybe to this size but you know like battery has a a, a, a board of three hundred channels and it's you know. It's Q-tip and it's the ma- it's the it's the room where you can mix and master. So, um, you know, so for me, I was just like, oh, in awe. And then so Nas comes in and, um, you know, he's like, yo, what up? You know, really, just on some real cool shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And at this time, like we called, like I said, my crew was called the High Guys because we, that's what we did. Then <laughs> we got high. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing else. I, you know. <laughs> nah, hey, listen. Remember, at that time, brisk ones, uh, woo, woo bangers were big too. And plus, nah, that that wasn't big. That was an isolated incident, man. If you was doing dust and all that shit, you was on your own wave, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't like the wave because you gotta remember, we still in the era of the drug dealer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, you outside, you know, running through because you on dust butt naked. You, you, you. On dust butt naked, looking crazy. Bro, I'll tell you one thing. I, and at that time, I remember one time in my life I did dust, man. And I swear to God, man, I was fucking, like, I I didn't even know what the hell was going on in the world, man. I was right. like, I'll never do this shit again. Right. I don't even know how it was possible. Right. Like, yeah, the worst of, I wasn't really never, because I came up with too many drug dealers to really jump past weed with hash. That was it for me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I was just, I was, I was good. I was good. I would drink my drink, do my champagne or whatever. And I, you know, like I was drinking. I started drinking before I started smoking. Uh, but I, you know, I, I, I fucked with weed for a little bit. It was cool. It was just like, you know, it made me, you know, when I say made me, I mean, it, it helped me, um, I guess, 
relax and put me into like a really creative space, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But I think with me, it it ran its course really early. So you haven't you you, you haven't smoked. In a well, while. let me get back to the let me get back to the story. So with the Nas situation, so you got a great memory, yeah, man. So with the Nas situation, um. There was this spot called Princess Black in Queens. Mm. Uh, rest in peace to Princess Black. <laughs> um, that sold like the best chocolate tie on in the world at the time. Um, so it's funny because he was like, that was like the icebreaker because he was like, yo. So Nas was like, yo, yo, pardon me for being late, but I had to stop at Princess Black because I really wanted to zone out with you tip so he was like yo i got this and he had like a like a lace like i feel like it was like a maybe like an ounce or a qp or some shit like mm-hmm, that so mm-hmm. i was like oh my man <laughs> you know what i mean so like we smoked about like i feel like we definitely smoked like five blunts and 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 honestly one l by itself would have me good like i'm high for like hours so he just like rolling blowing he blowing rolling i'm like i'm and now now remember i ordered chicken parmesan Mm, mm. i'm fucking finished so i'm on the board it's girls coming in i'm sleeping shit high but then he goes in the booth and i remember him just like when he started rapping, I was just like, yo, oh, shit. Because I just heard, like, what up, kid? I know shit is rough doing your bed. When the cops came, you should have slid to my crib. Fucking black, no time for looking back. It's done. Plus, congratulations. I heard you had a son. I heard he looks like you. Why don't your lady write you? Told her she should visit. That's when she got hyper. Talking mm. about he asked too rough. Then I was just like, yo. Mm, mm. Nasty. Yo. You know what I mean? Because I guess the preconceived notion of, you know, the first offerings had kind of put me in a space. But when I heard One Love, when I heard the rest of One Love, I was like, yo, he's really, uh, nah, this shit is just crazy. Nas, Nas is the one. You know, you think about it, you think about you're a young kid. You're in, the, you're in the studio, Tip, Nas, laying down a legendary track, right? Did you ever think that that was going to be? Remember, Nas is young too. Yeah. Nas is not, me and Nas are like in the same age group. Tip was older than us, but mm. so he's like, he's like, it's crazy because he's like maybe like, if I'm like a junior in high school, he's probably like he would probably would have been like the equivalent to like a, a freshman or I want to say like a freshman or a sophomore in mm. like mm. college and shit. Okay, okay. So it's kind of like it's kind of like, and that back then had it, and you know, like I'm not a kid right now, so I don't know how that how that how that how that leveling works. But um, I know for back then it was kind of like, um. You know, obviously, you would. You know, he's in a place where you would see yourself years, two years down the line. You know what I mean? Like he's out of school, and he's like, like I said, at that college age where you know you kind of could still mess with like a high school senior, or you could have a little bit of an older woman and shit. Sure. Um. So it's just a different. You know, it's a different. It's just it's a different swag. Mm. You know what I mean? Um. And, you know, so it, it make you know, for somebody like me, I've just always been like a student, so I've just always have taken notes on mm. things like that. I mean, and you had you had the influences to see and to be around. You know, you right. talk about being in studio as a young kid with Tip, Nas. <clears throat> now you look at it later on with Kanye. You know, there's so many people you've been in the studio with. Right. But, but take us through... 
take us through what it is like being in the studio with Kanye. Are there certain like, I mean, well, that that that's a different level. That's a that well, that's a different um, outlook rather, um, because you know, with Kanye, it was more of the role was a little bit reversed because I had been in rap, so mm. I was more uh, advanced. Advanced is you know definitely from. You know, definitely at the time when we met lyrically, because I had already been on records, so I had a different experience to offer. Um, you know, whereas he was at the moment, you know, one of the top producers, f- five ten producers out trying you know trying to <clears throat> expand expand his brand into into being an MC. Sure, I mean, which he had already on a on a on a on a on a on a nor on a notoriety scale. Mm. Um he had been rapping. He had already been rapping. Um, you know, he actually I wanna say he had like um had a deal on the table with Jermaine Dupree's father and he said something like I think he like hit Jermaine off or something in the meeting and and went <laughs> belly. Really? Yeah, his, I, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna quote it because I don't remember it's been such a long time. Like, yeah, but it's like a story though. It's like a story sure. to it. Um but um but yeah, when I met Kanye, it was um for me it was it was definitely a ill time nine eleven that just happened in New York. Um I was supposed to sign a deal with Raucus at the time and, and, and I had a group, um, but it 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 fell through. Um so I was <clears throat> essentially out of work at the time. Um as an artist. As an artist. As did, an artist, did you know? Did, did, um, I had I had I had gone back into the private sector before that, um, um, and that's where the spaceship verse actually comes from. Like my spaceship, my verse in spaceship is real. Like I, you know, I always told you it's one of my favorite. Oh, thank you, sir. So, 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 for for the internet listening at home, hit him with so they understand. Yeah, what Pete, I'm about to charge you. I'm about to charge you. I'm about to charge you. That's two raps. <laughs> um. I remember having to take the dollar cab, coming home real late at night, standing on my feet all damn day trying to make this thing right. And having one of my co-workers say, yo, you look just like this kid I seen in an old Busta Rhymes video the other night. Well, easy come, easy go, how that saying goes. No more broad service cars and the TV shows. It all had got snatched from me. A&Rs and their faculties all turned their backs on me and didn't want to hear a rap from me. So naturally, actually, had to face things factually. Had to be a catastrophe. It's the fridge stand rebellion back at me because nothing's there nothing's fair and i don't want to ever go back there so i won't be taking no days off till my spaceship takes off i mean my verse was just like everything i said and that shit was 100 no embellishment at all where like, were you when you laid that track were you with kanye when i no nah, i actually wrote the i think i wrote the verse in queens i wrote the verse in queens but originally spaceship was glc's record for his solo project mm. And what happened was GLC wanted to do a record with me. He we just had met. He was like, "Yo, you know, church, right on the move." And <laughs> uh, well, this was before church was on the move. This was like when literally, um, I want to say, you know, like I don't I don't know how many times he had been in New York at at that point, but this was the beginning of of the Chicago team coming sure, to New York. Sure. You know, like obviously Kanye came first. 
Um, his, then his mom started coming out, and then Don C and, and Manap had moved, had caught a crib out here. Um, and then shortly after that, um, uh, GLC started coming out. So, <clears throat> you know, I think Kanye had told him about me um, coming by and, 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 and writing and so forth and so on. And so he wanted to do, he was like, yo, I really want to do a record with you, Consequence from Tribe, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so... The funny thing about Spaceship is that um, if, you know, it's not, it's funny because it's not like a typical, it is a typical Consequence record, but it isn't in in the sense that the attack of it, like GLC rhymes completely different than I Sure, did, sure, of course. From a cadence standpoint. So for me, it was like, I guess, cadence-wise, it was like my attempt at like, Rapping like a Midwest rapper, a little fast too. You know what I mean? Right, right. But twister type stuff. Right, right. But it was just my interpretation of it. But people really, really. What did Kanye say when he heard that shit? He put it on his album. No, of course. But I'm saying, what was his response to you? This is going on my album. <laughs> <laughs> like the good, the bad, and the ugly was supposed to be on the college dropout. He was going to put both at one point, um, but then. Um, it was a situation with the, because the thing with the good, the man, the ugly is that record caught for us first in New York. Mm-hmm. The good, the man, the ugly caught, then through the wire caught, mm-hmm. and then slow jams caught. But good, the man, the ugly enough had been playing it every day. Um, so you know Rockefeller kind of didn't was like, you know Rockefeller at the time didn't know what to do with mm. Kanye. Mm. They didn't have him on a scoreboard. And 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 it's understandable because because they had I mean they had machine guns. They beams was like in the just coming off the the war with Jada Kiss sure, like sure. you know what I mean? Like State Property had um Flipside out and Rock the Mic out and Cam and them was like and you know and everybody and the thing was like everybody had a click. You know what I mean? So with Kanye, it was the way they got introduced to him was uh, he was Dolo. Mm. So then, fast forward a couple months, then I start coming around. But then you can't automatically click me with Kanye if you Jay because you've been seeing me. Sure, sure. You Damon, them niggas is like, oh, word, this shit, oh, this shit, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because, you know, like, I like, obviously I have a track. I had a track record. True. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it did, but what it did do for Kanye, you know, he had me around. He, you know, he was working with Quali. He was working with most. So it, it put him, <clears throat> it was like he was Rockefeller. He was like, he, he, was, he had everything that the Rockefeller, uh, Im, the image of Rockefeller from a monetary standpoint gave artists. But then he had like this subculture going on that was like connected to raucous, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and it's funny because we, um, you know, at one point, you know, like I said, I I had it. I had a situation raucous, so I would have been dealing with um, a and R by the name of Ali yes for a while, you know. And it was like, you know, it's funny. Um, you know, and I, obviously Ali is cool. Ali S is cool, so it's it's not a shot, but you know, it's like it's vision. You gotta you gotta have vision. I remember it was a couple dudes that were just like, ah oh, man, boo, 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 about Kanye. You know what I'm saying? It was you know, 
Oh, and you I, just didn't believe in them? I mean, they said worse shit than that to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm not going to get into no, that. No, no, I don't that, mean, that, I, not I'm not trying to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, more than that, but not even to start. You're wrong, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put wrong information into. You ever the, see them again after? What, absolutely, these they niggas asked for tickets and all that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. And the thing is, like, you know, one thing about the music business is like, it's like you almost allowed to play yourself if you on a certain side of the gate. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I mean, I was at Complex Con and a motherfucker who had said something about me six months ago was in the booth and actually got gifted with a hoodie. And I was sitting there like, word. You know what I mean? But, I, you know, the thing is like, what can I do? What sh- why would I do anything when you win my shit? Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing for me to do but be me right now. I sure. scored. You know, and, and, and it took me a long time to even learn that. That, that, that mentality. Philosophy. Okay, philosophy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because... At the end of the day, you know, um, nobody teaches you how to acquire thick skin. Mm, mm. You know, and it's it's thick skin is something that you have to acquire. These are like the things that I teach my son. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because these are real life in the field things that you have to have an understanding of to push through. You know what I mean? But, yeah, nobody teaches you thick skin. You don't learn, you know, unless unless... Like I said, like, like thick skin, the theory of thick skin is something that you would have to teach your son. Otherwise, through trial and error, your son might fuck around and catch a body. True. You know, you've been, it's crazy too because your relationship with Kanye has been all over the place. And what I mean by that is like. Nah, we've had we've had a storied history, man. Well, yeah, you, you had know, ups and downs. Yeah. But the main thing I want to know is why do you think. And and this ain't nothing against you, meaning like, you know, you're both super talented. Why do you think that he's, that you were able to get past everything and he still keeps you around? I don't mean that as like keeping you around, meaning like he, he whenever he does an album. Because I'm valuable. He, okay. But why, I'm saying? Why would you say that? Cause Writing? I, is it, is it, is it cause air? Because I, I, I have a resource, I have a resource that went, went tapped into, um, Generally speaking, when 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 tapped into correctly, mm. it's embraced by the world, mm. and I have several examples of that. Um, and you know, I think the only thing that you know that has eluded me in my career is just like one successful commercial LP mm. by me, totally by me, and you know. Fortunately enough, I'm I'm alive, so that that's something that's in the works. Um, but yeah, I've I've been a a great component to successful ventures, you know. And so um, it's funny because he said to me, it's funny because he said to me maybe a year ago, like like Quince, man. I don't know when it's going to be, but one day you're going to be like one of the most successful executives ever because mm. you understand how to deal with people. Like, I don't, you know, like, because he's, you know, his thing is like, you understand how you understand how you understand how to deal with me and to get me to do something that I probably wouldn't do, mm. which is a which is a skill set. Mm. Um, and you do that with many people like i've been able to like like you know like i have i have records with kendrick lamar and i've never met punch 
Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out to Punch. Yeah, yeah. You know, shout out to Punch. Yeah, yo, yo high five to Punch. Um, but you know, and I and I say that in humility is because with humility because it's it's that's a gift. You know, like I've been able to navigate my way through through rap in very in difficult times. You know, like my first album came out in the in the height of the South. Mm. And somehow or another, I still was able to like get it out, get it off, get on, not have a label, have my video on TRL, um, um, and so you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying any of these things that took my heart. It's they, it's a survival, sure. me- it's a survival mechanism, because um, where I'm from, you have to survive, of course, you know, and it may not be the same New York now, but it's the New York that I grew up in. Sure, you know sure. what I'm saying, and you have to. You have to be able to survive, um, and and I think you know if I'm anything, I'm a survivor. Sure, you know. You also, you uh, do a lot of ghostwriting. You know, um, um, yeah. No, how, how does <laughs> honestly? How does someone get into ghostwriting? I don't know how you get into it. I know how you get out of it. Not <laughs> like, how does someone become one? Like honestly, like you know. Um, I, I I guess use you for example. How did you become one? Did someone see that you were ill with the pen? I would say so. Mm. Yeah. Now, um, I mean, could you you got to understand like if somebody sees something, people everybody has different aesthetics when it comes to songwriting. You know what I mean? And so my thing is um, with the term. I've always said this, and I say like the term. Ghostwriting puts is like a privatized version of songwriting because it leads to the assumption that you didn't deserve or get full credit mm. for mm. what your contribution was. The music business is not really that complex. You write a song, someone produces it, they get a portion of what the publishing is. If there's contributing writers, they get portions. So the ghostwriting, quote-unquote, comes into play, you know, in different characteristics. You know, like, you so, like, so let's say still DRE, right, with Jay. Jay is is the, quote, would you, would you categorize Jay-Z as a ghostwriter for Dr. Dre? <laughs> or would you say Jay Z is in the song songwriters Hall of Fame because one of his contributions to music is writing, but why Dr. Dre's verses on Still Dre? It's all in how you categorize it. But people people are writers, you know. People like yourself has has writing credits out there. Right. People like just Blaze, a DJ producer, has writing credits out there. He wrote uh, part of um, Live Your Life uh, with a bunch of songs. He's he a bunch of songs. He's a producer, so but, I mean that's part of his. That's honestly part of. See, this is this is where where music business gets deep because there's standard and then there's a lot of times what has occurred in hip hop. So from a st- so so let's 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 take a step back. So like as a producer, right? You have producers and then you have beat makers. Mm. Producers are people who see a record from inception of idea to the master. Mm. That's a producer. Every sound they are um they contribute um thought to every sound 
to every layer of the record, from the top layer to the basic of the beat. Now, a producer doesn't necessarily have to be the beat maker. Mm. Um, and most of the time, most young beat makers aren't producers. They make a beat, but they have no clue what to do with it. Mm. Honestly, from a song aspect. Now, you know, they made a, a beat, it's hot, but, you know, do they know how to structure the record? Maybe, maybe not. Do they know how to mix the record? Very few are that are that diligent. Mm. Um, so what winds up happening is like if you think about like Puff era, why Puff had so many credits is because he was the liaison for the finished record. Sure. So you know you had guys that were on a him man coming to him with their beats, and he's the one that is structuring the record. He's the one that's saying, you know, um, all right, well, such and such, loop up this uh um to me loop and and then we're gonna go from here. But if he if it's his if it's his idea and he ushered the whole thing through, then obviously like it you know, if it's an engineer, they might just not just be the engineer. I mean that's your job. It's not like you're not a producer if you do your engineer job. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have to press the buttons to be the producer. Sure, sure. It, it, it's funny when you look at it like that. Who's some of the people that you ghostwritten for um, outside of, say, Kanye? Um, I can't really get into that because it was like some of the, some of them. No, and I, I'm not ex. You know me, like I'm not like somebody trying to ask you to spill anything, right? But if anything, I mean, yeah, right. But I mean, just you know, a lot of those relationships are just relationships that where you know, you know, that's that for me. That's even songwriting, ghostwriting, whatever the case is. It's when I get paid, part of the part of me receiving the fee is is the discretion of it too. Mm-hmm. So it's like the the credit is there, but I'm not, you know, me saying that puts somebody else's No, no, it's all good. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So cuz me I, I totally yeah, understand. I, but I got a long list of motherfuckers like and they all famous, you know what I mean? Like so Are you still doing it to this day? Um, well, I mean, at the end of the day, I I'm producing, I'm songwriting, um a whole like sit here and rap heat somebody else up i mean i just that takes a bag mm. you know what i'm saying mm. so i mean a lot of the things that happened with kanye um from a co-writer or whatever you know from a co-writer aspect was a position thing too you know what i'm saying um for me it was he had an opportunity by being by being in the midst because remember I was what our thing started before he even got signed to Rockefeller. Mm. You know we had records. You mean your together. relationship? Our relationship, our writing relationship. Mm-hmm. It it started before the deal. It, it was like we, uh, you know, um, and for me it made sense. It was like all right, he's he's in a position where I can get a check. I at the time I needed a check. You sure. know what I mean? Like was I, it like a handshake deal? Yeah, it was yeah, basically. It's still to this day. Even when you did didn't you go out to Hawaii when he was doing um um my doc back just in fantasy? Yeah, but I mean now nah, the relationship grew from there though. I mean it's always you know and I mean, you know, when we had a when we had our turbulence, those are issues that came up came up, you know what I'm saying? Um but how I did you just get past that though? I mean, as brothers, as as, as in, in this world, and then we spoke briefly about it, but how right. how do you I mean, I'm gonna keep it real with you. He he just it got to a point where he called and he was like, "Yo, I love you. I, I fucked up." Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and I was like, "Yo, you know, do you think I ever wanted to have a feud?" You know what I'm saying? But you know, 
as I've stated before, I'm a survivor, you know, and, you know, with, with Ye, you know, um, Ye was like, Ye is, at all, for all intents and purposes, that's like, that's literally like, over the last 10 years, that's my brother. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know everything. He know everything. Um, and, you know, and I'm not saying this because I'm Superman, but in a lot of instances, I was the one when when you know we we ran through bags mm. and when 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 trouble came i was the one mm. so it really got down to that you know what i'm saying um and i'm a dad now but this is when i was single you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just saying cuz i mean come on i mean look i'm I, you know we grow we, exactly. we're supposed we evolve. to grow we're supposed we, to. yeah you yeah. know what i mean so i'm i'm a dad i'm not you know, I'm, I'm not i'm the only person i'm the one for right now is my kid i'm the one for Caden. Mm. If mm. you ever in life star in the making right but even before that i'm his dad so sure, sure. i'm the one if he ever comes home and tells me anything i'm the one mm. for that so at, in this in, back in this era when me and con you know when we when spaceship was on when Spaceship was top song of the one of the top songs, top twenty five songs of the year, and then and we came back with late registration, and we was doing records for Pat LaBelle. I was the one for that nigga, straight up. Mm. He, you know, like in when many, you say in, the one, what do you mean by that? Like if if it, it, the the bat line, what I was getting a call, like yo, I'm over here, and yo, one, two, and three popping. Where I be right there. I'm the one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one. And 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 he felt safe in New York. Yeah, yeah. And so for the thing, so the thing for me was just like you know, Cons. you know, at the end of the day, I want to feel safe. Sure, of course. I want security. You know what I'm saying? I can't. My security can't be in jeopardy over anything. So if it comes down to that, then I mean, this is the law. The law of the land is self-preservation, bro. Mm. I got to. If it's me and you, unfortunately. I'm the st- I'm the one, nigga. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, listen. But uh, you know, and he and 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 that's the reason why he loved me, though. Mm. And and the reason why and the reason why I love him is because at the end of the day, you know, I'm I've never been about anything but progression, and 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 you know, I'll never take this away from Kanye. Like he showed me the world. He showed me a different side of life. I learned more with Kanye than I learned with my own family, mm. my own blood relatives. You know what I'm saying? Um, because we had one of the m- most historical runs in music, bro. Mm. Like it's it's unpa- it's 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 it, it can't it's unquestionable what we did together. I mean, you're a big piece of the puzzle, I, man. I mean, you know, and, and 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 you know, I it's funny because people will say say when I do interviews, yo, he always talks about Kanye. I, I really don't. I didn't even bring it up. No, no. It's just I'm, it's it's yeah. unescapable history. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And well, for means- me, I don't I it's no reason for me not to embrace being a component in a, in modern day Michael Jackson. Why wouldn't I? That check was great. I'm going to get another one. Listen, because of his... <laughs> that's classic. Because of his, his ego, was you feel like you were allowed to keep it 100 with him? You know, I'm he, the one. Okay, there we go. Ain't no ego. I'm the one. I, when the ego came, I was still the one. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? That's like, a brotherhood, man. That's a brotherhood. But, but, but because that was my, that was my place mm. in the brotherhood. Like, I was the one. 
it was always Quince. Like when it was this sat when when this happened or this happened, here comes Quince. So what's up, Quince? And Quince gave it to him straight. Mm. No chase. I'm because you know, the reason why I say that for is because I, I don't want to get into fucking names, but I've heard people who kept it one hundred with him or told him things that he didn't that they didn't like in in the group, but now they're no longer in the fucking in 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 the circle. Here's my quote: "Cause mm. they wasn't the one." Mm. There we go. I'm the one. You know what? You know what? <laughs> On that note, let's take a quick break. Internet's we're sitting here with my guy, my man, C O N S Consequence. Don't go nowhere. Queens we'll, all day. We'll be right back. Chit chit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your man Mayhem Loren, aka Lorenovich, aka Lorenovici, live from the Premium Pete Show. Uh. Internet's and we're back. Sitting here with my man Consequence. Listen, I love that Kanye story. I love the brotherhood. I love how real you keep it, you know, and that goes to say that you obviously overcame so much, you know, and, and created so much history. Listen, first thing that comes to mind when you think of or hear these songs, Grammy family. <laughs> I was going to do anything it took to get my album out. Mm-hmm. Spaceship. Um, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I think of Spaceship? Um... When you think of or just hear this song? I guess the school spirit tour. Mm. What about Gone? Um, me reaffirming the fact that I write better raps in New York than I do in California. Why? <laughs> Why, you think it's uh, way back? Uh, I don't that? think now. I, look, I wrote Mobius in California. Really? Yeah, I wrote Mobius in California. Um, so, I, But I think, you know, for me... Um, just to, just in a moment of clarity and honesty, um, I had to make an adjustment period when Kanye blew up. It was it, life. What do you mean by that? Because literally went from taking the train to like a few months later buying my first Benz. Mm. So, you know, for somebody who was eating $3 plates of Chinese food and then having $1 a, extra chicken? Listen, wings was 75 cents, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, to, to hey, why don't you try a Philippe? Uh, why don't you try a, a, a saute stick from Philippe's? It's an adjustment period. Cause man, I'm so glad you brought that up because honestly, forget about only just artists or hip hop or shit. In real life, man, that shit is hard to balance. Meaning, like, think about it. Like athletes, they're in college. Right. Some of them not making a lot of money. Next thing you know, they're fucking there's five hundred thousand dollars in the right. in, in the bank account every other week. Right. You and, know, and on, honestly, for everybody and everybody, and not to sound selfish, but everybody, everybody is, everybody's acting different. Mm. You know, and the I guess the one thing that you kind of just yearn for is just, and it's selfish because it's like you want everything to be the same, but it's just not going to happen like that so what so what did you, you just go with the flow or are you just when like I say different i'm just saying like you oh, know like when i right. say different i'm just saying like you know now you're the, now you're somebody who could give that people want like yo can i get a hundred dollars sure sure like, sure <laughs> starving i was starving, starving, starving last ago. calendar yeah, uh, maybe not two weeks ago but the last calendar i was starving um so it's it's a turn. It's a turn in your in your life, and you know, um, I always say, man, you know, um, I guess with with me and Caden is is is, is your different. son, yeah, with my son Caden is different, um, cause 
because I'm I'm here for his driver's ed through life. God willing, I, I live. But I just, you know, there's a lot of things that, um, you know, just in hindsight, I look and I'm like, damn, man, I wish, I wish my dad would have knew about this shit. You know, he he was in the military. He was, you know, he knows about life, but it's just this life is accelerated. Mm. It's different, you know. Um, and you and I learned, and you know, the, I, the streets did well by me. You know what I mean? Like, not for nothing. I mean, I had my I had my share of shit, but I I learned um, I learned different defense mechanisms, and I learned different. I learned how to really read people. True. Um, and it helped me navigate. That's what. That's the thing that navigated that, that's me. What kept I, didn't, you- I didn't even have a navigation system, to be honest with you. Like I said, um, that's something that really, literally, like you would need your family to install in you. Like you know, I think that's you know when you look at when you look at like hedge fund inheritance and 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 you know people who inherit companies and you know there it's not just the fact of the money they inherit the culture sure sure they inherit, they inherit the you know if it's done correctly the they, legacy they inherit the decision making process mm-hmm. um that's the legacy you know you you've been in the business how many years are we going on 20 are we on over 20 what the fast fuck 20. man longevity let me tell you i don't remember that many to you you having problems with a, a lot of people I mean, maybe this fucking. I I didn't no. I, I, look, I look. I haven't look. I haven't had a. I haven't had. Um, and I'm proud to say I haven't had a problem with an artist or a rapper or a label situation in in a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I've been chilling. Do you think that you know, like you as being an older artist and right. and being lyrical and into lyrics, right? Do you think they took a back seat? In this day and age, like meaning, like you know, how, how does people? Well, 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 see, no, no. I think, I think, in all intelligence, I think that individuals who are doing certain certain business have propelled. So, how can you say J. J. Cole's on tour? Mm-hmm. He's not a mumble rapper. Mm-hmm. He stays on tour. He makes millions of dollars at sure. this point. I mean, he he's was a, a star. He, he's a star. He's in my first. So you can't you can't equate it to lyric lyrical rappers not being able to make money. It's it's the plays. Do you think that the like and and this is people in your in in, in well in our, our age group, but do you think that most of them are closed minded? Not saying. Me, yeah. Here's a better question for you. Do you think all new generation rappers instantly get rich? I think it's easier to make money now than it was back in the day, in my opinion. Listen, let me tell you something. You'll see one of these, you'll see one of these new artists, and they'll say, "Hey, oh, uh, 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 I got two hundred and I got three hundred thousand streams on Spotify. Look, I made a JPEG that looked like a plaque, Bruh, You only made about three stacks. That's mm. not no bread. So, so where's bread and music? It, it in is, this day and age, is it touring? It's it's in diverse revenue streams. That's where money is at. Mm. There's you depending on one revenue stream for money is only one check. So if you only were getting a check from a record and that's it, then I mean, then you have to shoot to the, you have to get twenty million streams. Mm. That's the only way you're gonna get any real bread. 
you're not going to get bread with 100,000 strings because that's not bread. And and basically, you if you don't have 100,000 streams, you're probably not going to have 100,000 downloads on Apple mm. or iTunes. So you have to diversify and create the 360 within your own brand to even have a label want to invest in a 360. They have to kind of see that it's moving. You got shows. You got you doing you doing you doing premium peach. You're doing um. You're doing SOBs, mm. you, you know. You're you're over here at this event, and and, and they're, they're, you're being gifted with sneakers, and you know, like you you're creating a subculture of 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 energy that that shows that you can possibly li- liquefy this in the cash. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like like not to harp on Joe, but like even in, like look at Joe at this point. Like if Joe put out a dope record. His he'll probably be at the height of his career at this point. If he buckled down, I don't know his scenario, his situation, so I can't speak on it. But sure. if he really put his head into music and was just even for one record, and it was just like the best Joe Buttons ever, he's out. Mm. He's out. I don't know if he sees it like that. Even this day and age, bruh, his profile is at an all time high. Mm. There's never Joe Bunn, even when he was on Love and Hip Hop, it wasn't this because it's, this is rooted in music. For Love and Hip Hop, it wasn't really, it was Casanova Joe, and it didn't really work out to to his advantage because at the end of the day, he's not even with none of the women now. Mm. He got a baby with sin mm. coming. You know mm. what I mean? So Side note, you ever regret doing Love and Hip Hop? Um... We'll put it like this. I mean, they ask, you know, I, listen, it was a time. It was a time. I, you know, I don't really I don't really discuss it heavily because it was just a time. I can't say or shit on it because I took the check. Mm. You know what I mean? So I can't sit here and be hypocritical of what I what I've already done. It it was a time. It, what I, you know, you know, they reached out to me to to come by and do other things uh, as of late or whatever. Um, you know, it's based on temperature. You know, the, the tribe record. You, you didn't want to do it. Oh, I, we we tossed it back and forth. We tossed mm. it back and forth. But I just, for me, you know, just to keep it real, I just had outgrown the whole rapping hip hop. No, no, just not because a look is a look. So it is what it is. But just the whole their their production process for me is just like I just. I'm getting X, Y, Z for shows. I'm sure. doing this. I run a clothing company. I'm not. I can't really subject myself to like shit that don't make sense. You know, you once said that you were like on your third revision of a love and hip hop contract. Do you, do you remember saying that? No, nah, I don't. Bro, that you you didn't keep on redoing the contract when you kept on working. Well, with initially, them? you mean? No. Well, initially you're on your third revision. Yeah. Of your first contract, the initial offer, right? Did you well, take not, the first yeah, offer? No, 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 no. Yeah, right, you're right, right. I, I, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, when I first, yeah, but I mean, that's... Was, was that initial offer something that you were comfortable with? I mean, I know you took it, but was that something that... I didn't take the initial offer. No, the third one, I'm saying, right? Um. Yeah, I mean, it was decent bread. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but you got to work a deal. That's in anything, you know what I mean? Like, that. that that's no, that's no, you know, to be fair, that's no slight against them. They made an offer. I, I counter-offered it. Hey, listen, person who gets the deal is the best negotiator. So, right? Yeah, so, I mean, for somebody who never, if they took the first thing they jumped on, that just showed you either their lack of negotiations or 
just was thirsty to get on TV. And mm-hmm. and and that's cool cuz everybody's not the same person. It's not a one size fits all for fame. So for some people it's just like, yo, I that's the dream. You know what I mean? That's the equivalent of me being in the studio at that time with Nas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I I'm not, you know, I mean, with separation it, you know, the one thing about loving hip hop is that it definitely makes you hyper competitive. Mm. You know, it's any of the ra- reality shows aren't. It's more hyper competitiveness than your actual life. Like your even you giving your life, you making your storylines in a hyper competitive aspect to 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 for camera time. Mm. You know, you, you, you as we wind this episode down, you've been involved in so many things. I mean, I can't even fucking cover them all. You know what I mean? But right. but let, let's go over this is what I want to know because people don't take time to appreciate things that happen in their journey. The next thing you know, it's fucking 20 years later. Can right. you believe how fucking fast it's, go- it's gone? Honestly, has it been long or is fast? It's funny. I, 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 this is one I always think of my guy, Agent, when, um, when I think of this scenario he one one day my guy agent had called me and he was like yo cause you know what we don't celebrate enough <laughs> um and it's always stuck with me when he, that he said that and i think um you know like you said it flies by so fast and um you know it's it's kiss the catch 22 because you can't get caught up well you can't get caught up but i i've tried not to get caught up and looking at the accolades or looking at the achievements in, in order to achieve more. Sure, sure. Um, so, but you know, as I as I as I as I get older, and especially like having Caden now, is you know, I try to see things from his viewpoint and his eyes, and and just take a and just take a second to breathe sometimes, and just really embrace the moment because my you know like that's the reason why I brought him the complex con. I was like, yo, there's no way I can, I, I, I don't want to share this with him. Sure. Sure. Let you him, let, let, let him recognize that, you know, dealing with tribe, dealing with fucking Kanye, having your own fucking career, bro, you're a diversified fucking artist, but let's start going over. I just want you to just shoot them off. I don't want you to think about one. What are some of your highlights? What are some of your most memorable moments from all these fucking years, cons? Um, Definitely. Don't have to be one. Keep like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, definitely, definitely. Uh, one, you know, one, one. Um, definitely one that always comes to mind is obviously working with Beyonce. Mm. Um, and winning a BMI award for that. What'd you work with on? Um, on a party record from the four album. Okay, with number one at radio, uh, Urban Radio. Um, got nominated for a Grammy. Um, and I wanted, like I said, I want to be in my award for it. Um, so that was special. Um, you know, it came out when, right before Caden was, uh, born and actually, um, it coming out and us settling everything was one of the things that kind of glued me and Kanye back together. Um, cause it, it just didn't make sense to fight. You mean working with Beyonce? Well, just the records, the success of the record, um, mm. Cause we uh we did it together. That mm-hmm. record was originally on going to be on my album that him and Q-Tip were produced uh, were was scheduled to produce at the time. So um, you know, like that's one. Um, there's so many, man. I mean, I just to be honest with you, um, I mean, you know, and just in like a wow, like you know what I want to hear. I want to hear like a, a, you know, sometimes artists you, you get in the light 
You know what I mean? And and what's a moment where you're like, holy shit, this is I did this, or or, or it made you happy or excited or um, or, or you, fucking. You know what was? I I go way back to Beach Rounds of Life because um, I think for those kind of moments, it's when you first start the the level of excitement is is multiplied because you're you're not jaded. Sure. Um, I remember doing um when Stressed Out came out and you know, like it was a really big record. You know, this is radio, this is mechanicals, this is like sure. shit is on vinyl, shit is on tapes. Um so we actually performed on uh Moesha. Mm, Moesha. Classic. Uh, yeah, we performed on Moesha. There was a like a a two, like a two part special that had uh Tribe, Blackstreet, um Debbie Tribe and Blackstreet. I think I want to say Queen Pen was on there too. I'm not. I don't Damn. remember. But um, so we did stressed out, and um, I'll never forget, man. We was we was on stage taping, and Brandy came out of her dressing room, and um, it's funny because um, she she was, you know, watching the performance, and you know, I naturally assumed that. If anybody had her eye, it would be Q-Tip because he was the face of the group. Sure. Um, you know, he he got beneath Apple Bum. Mm. Bit, bit, you know, chicks was with it. Sure. <laughs> um, but um, as we were performing, like, I noticed her looking at me a lot. And I was like, nah, 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 nah. Can't be. Um and lo and behold, after we finished performing, man, she introduced herself to me, and um, we talked for a while. We, you know, she, you know, she's cool. She was cool. I mean, we it never, it never developed into anything else. But she, you know, like kind of, you know, she she was feeling the kid. It was funny. It was like Tip was like, oh shit, <laughs> you know. I mean, because that's like sure. my cousin and shit at that moment. He's just like, oh shit, yo, you know what I mean? Because. You know, we was, like, talking and, you know, just, you know, she gave me a nice hug on the way when we left. And, you know, it was cool. Um, I should have followed up. It was it was cool. I mean, but, you know, hey, such is life. Um, <laughs> but that was, like, that was, that was one. Because it was, like, she was Moesha at the, like. Sure, sure. The, the like, height. Yeah. At the height. Like, I'm, I mean, at the height. The check was good. Everything was great. Like, and, um, yeah, it was, like, I, you know. I came back to Queens. I was like, man, y'all ain't going to believe it, man. Moesha was on me, son. <laughs> <laughs> Bragging about that shit. Yo, how's your Forever. Re- you, I mean, it's a brag. Of course. How's, how's your relationship with Jay? Jay-Z? He cool. He cool. He cool. I mean. Do you think he respects your artistry? You know? Have you, because sometimes people I, don't, you don't get a chance to hear that um, thing from people. I've known Jay-Z since the Gavin in 1996. That was the first time he ever said what up to me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, he always told Kanye that I was the sleeper cell. He was mm. like, he's the one. Like he, he, he. You know, he got he got the relationship, um, and you know, he he um, actually to keep it real, you know, it was it was you know, he was involved with me and Kanye's feud. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to, I mean, to, to, to you mean the reason why, or or, or he? Helped well, no, 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 not the reason why. No, 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 no. Well, well. Not the reason why, because it wasn't it, me and Kanye or me and Kanye, but, um, you know, him and Kanye, this is the same time they're doing Watch the Throne, so he's, you know, they're talking. Sure. Um, but he definitely, 
was like, um, you know, because we had business. We had the Beyonce record. Sure, Beyonce's sure. his wife. Um, he is the one who told Kanye to play it for me to let me know that they were doing it in the first place. So, you know, we went through our things in the, in the, in the, in, in, in private or whatever, but, um, you know, he definitely was the guy who said, all right, look, you know, wah, 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 um, you know, sent that, sent that order out for me to get my, my bread and, you know, just was like, yo, you know, we got to handle, we got to handle this. A, you know, in a different manner. And, you know, I had a rebuttal to that because I, I've been around him and I was, you know, my thing was just like, or, who, you know, whatever the scenario was at the time, like, my rebuttal was definitely like, look, you know, with me and Jay, it's a little different because you're from New York. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, you know, so we understand that culture. You know, like, it's crazy because, you know, when in hindsight, I'm sure he's probably... Look, he, you know, he's he's even said I um I I dodged the karma that came as a consequence on Family Feud. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, because I know what I know. You know what I'm saying? And inspiration comes in different forms. Mm. Um, so the thing is, he and I, I, I he's cool. Shit, he cool. Like you know. Um, you know, and I, like I said, I think when he went through what he went through with Kanye, I'm sure he had to think for a second, like, now I kind of get with their situation, potentially how it potentially arose just from their, their dealing, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm not saying that in, 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 with any tone because Kanye is like my man, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, like Kanye's my man, how, or, I, or I'm in that, in this, in this, in that scenario, I'm Kanye's man, how Tata is J-Man. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. sure. So, you know, me and Kanye, we have our talks or whatever, but I mean, just as two guys from New York, me and Jay, and from the era that we from, like I said, I met Jay-Z in 96 at sure, the Gavin sure. when I first joined Tribe. So, we 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 are we are essentially dudes from he's from Brooklyn I'm from Queens I'm from sure. Queens he's from Brooklyn coming off the street into the sure. music business you know what I'm saying so those principalities of survival and principle um and and, and ethics are are driving forces sure. you know what I mean so I think in that sense we you know we have that in common but look. You know, title, anything. Look, I've always, honestly, to be completely 100, even when I left Electra, at one point, Jay and Dane wanted to sign me to Rockefeller. Mm. Um, and this was way before Kanye. This is 97. You know what I'm saying? They told Tip they were interested in doing it. They wanted to to do it they wanted they want they you know they wanted us to do some new records me and tip like the tribe was breaking up so i we i never followed through with it through going through tip at the time because the tribe because i knew everything that was going on with the tribe the love movement was coming it was the end so that's why you never fell through i mean never followed through with it because of that well yeah essentially because the pecking order at the time for me it was it you know like i left i asked to leave a lecture because my first project, so because I I had a solo project coming out after B Trom's of Life, it wasn't like I wasn't I was signed, 
Um, so it wasn't like a situation where it was just like I did beats around the life and it was like nothing. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, there's records on YouTube from that time period with me and Havoc and me and uh, SWV um, that never came. So it never came out. So it, to be honest, I was a little discouraged. I was I was still a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when that opportunity came, I didn't jump on it immediately. Um, and I just kind of I I I I left Tribe for a little bit and just started to venture out on my own because I just felt like I didn't get for what I did on Beach Rounds of Life my just do, mm. and I think anybody else in my position could understand. Like I said, I had it went from Moesha on me to oh, I'm not sure if we're gonna put this out or not, and so. I didn't really understand that language at the time, so I just was like, "Yo, I'm out." You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna go, tr- I'm gonna go try this my way. Because um, essentially, any regrets from that? I mean, no, nah, no. Nah, I mean, I not regrets. I mean, life would have been different if it would have came out and been successful. I mean, I don't know. You win a God spaceship verse, probably. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, just in all honesty, like if that would have took off, then. No, I don't. I wouldn't have met Kanye in the same capacity. Sure, you know or, or, I mean? or been this close to him. You know, people like. But to, that's one. Oh, god. No, no, okay. That's what I was gonna say. But when you speak of longevity, those are the trials that I passed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because it was a time when I gave up on music. I was just like, yo, that's why the spaceship versus 100 is no embellishment. It's just like I was working at a job, and and literally, like, if you listen to my first album and you hear the job song, like, everything I'm saying is 100. Like, there was a, the the thing that pushed me to get back into music business was I was literally a security guard in Banana Republic, and Hype Williams walked in. And I was like, oh, shit. And he was like, yo, what's up with Tip? What's good? You all right? And I was just like, I'm all right. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Just, I'm, I'm here. He was like, yo, come to a hotel, I'm shooting some shit. Because I was like, Hype paid me just to chill on a set of Belly for four days mm. with him. You know what I'm saying? Just when he was shooting and shit. So me and Hype had kept a great relationship from the time I did Wuha, because he's from my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So he would always invite me to shit. Came to the hate, you know, come fuck with me on the hate me now, joint quince. Come come, come to Belly, man. This shit's going to be crazy. I strippers in the tunnel. You know what I mean? Um, so when he saw, when, he, when I saw him and I, he saw me, and then I saw June, I was just like, fuck. And I was trying to go on break and shit. And that's what inspired Don't Quit Your Day Job. Like, Did you just, just leave that, that job? Just that pain. I walked the fuck out of there when I got out. I was like, I got to figure something. It was That shit was the most painful shit to my pride, probably. You mean from being an artist and then going to have a regular job? No, having a regular job and Hype Williams walking in. It wasn't a regular job. I could, cont- I could cope with that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm cuz I'm I always had that kind of gravity. I could cope with having I could cope with saying I failed at music. I could I could cope with it. I couldn't cope with somebody in music. But what seat. do you consider failure if you say that? Just back in the private sector. Mm. And it's all psycho it's all psychology. It's just psychology. It was it was just cuz it was never like 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 I, the crazy shit is like at that time, that was nothing. But but I was young. I didn't have any wisdom, cause I'd been blackballed mm. and got back in music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so at that time, I wasn't even blackballed. I ain't, like I never diss tip or no shit like that or diss the tribe. And the tribe never like cut me off and shit. It was just that it didn't go 
it wasn't go. I didn't. I you know when I had the first deal, I didn't work the first deal the way I should have. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't have the tools. I didn't have the knowledge. I had the I had the reliance on tribe mm. that they were gonna do it because I was signed to them. But you know they're breaking up and shit. And like I said, that's why I said I didn't even go through with the with the uh, attempting to go to Rockefeller because the structure of tribe at the time was crumbling. Sure, it was trickling like, down. And yeah, you, I was yeah. like the, the the like the walls was crumbling around me. So. It made sense for me to go my my way, and then you know, like I said, um, and that's my journey. So I guess this was part of my journey, and I think when I saw hype in there, it was just like, and it's funny because I just, you know, when I saw hype, I, 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 you know, hype is a benchmark in my life because depending on when I see hype, we never said anything, and it's funny because I will tested it. We he we've never said anything out loud about that moment. But I remember we was in LA and he's like, yo, you are a fucking amazing nigga. He shot whatever you want. He shot the video for it. He was like, yo, you know, like, cause it's like, it's unspoken with us. He's like, I, you know, like he saw me, we spoke. It wasn't, I couldn't, I, I, I didn't have time to run. I didn't have time to, um, to huddle with myself and figure out a, a way to a way to play it. I just had it was just a moment of brutal honesty, and that's why, and that's why spaceship is what it is because it's that the the you know the unsung energy in spaceship is the brutal honesty. It's sure, brutally sure. honest. It's it sounds good, but listen to what I'm saying. I remember having to take the dollar van coming home real late at night, standing on my feet all damn day trying to make this thing right. So. What I'm and not to annotate what I'm saying before we leave, but just to just so you can get it annotated. Like I remember having to take the dollar van, coming home real late at night. So number one, there's already you starting with the brutal honesty of struggle. You don't have a car, you're taking a dollar van after being on TV. Mm. Mind, remember, spaceship comes after me being in tribe. So this is me saying, I remember having to take the dollar van coming home real late at night, standing on my feet all damn day. Most security guards work 12-hour shifts for $7, $8. So you on your feet all day in a fucking monkey suit, and you watching most of the time these people, you know, I've worked it. I, work, I remember Barbara Walters walking in the Chanel, and, you, you know, you I'm a hood nigga. I'm like, damn, man. Fuck this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wasn't going to rob Barbara Walters, but I'm just saying you're in a mind state of, you know, of your ceiling is there's no hope at this particular moment. And and it's all psychological because at any given point, you know, having the wisdom, having the wisdom that I have now, I could have made very, many, many different decisions. You know what I mean? But it was... It was all psychological, you know, like, and like, like I said, that is one of the reasons why I'm with my son so hard because you, when you, when you are encountered with forks in the road, you know, um, it's very important to, to it, 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 which way you go determines which way you go. Sure, sure. Who did you have, you know, I, I, we're winding on this episode, I want to get, I know you got to run. But who who did you have to ha- help you through that shit? Did you ever ask anybody? Because meaning, 
I mean, just my moms, honestly, just my moms was just, and I mean, you know, you and know, your gut? She, she did, it was my gut because she did the best she could. But I mean, you know, she, she had her own things that she had shaken. And, you know, like at that point I became grown and, you know, my mom, she didn't, you know, she had, you know, she probably, my, our family structure, eventually, you know, they divorced and, you know, she was single and, you know, we're in lower middle class part of Queens. And so, you know, she couldn't, she couldn't fund the dream. Sure. You know, especially, especially coming off of a situation where the lick got, it looked like the lick got fucked up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and when there's no blueprint, then there's no way to make a proper decision on how you carry this thing through. You you got to go with your gut. You know what I'm saying? So at one point, like I said, I, I, her, her gut was like, man, you I, honestly, I just, you know, you should just get a job. Mm. You know, I was getting BMI checks and shit. Cause, and, and working a regular job. Well, before the regular job, I was getting BMI checks. No, I'm saying you... Like, I, let me tell you yeah. what rappers do. What rappers do, especially like in the 90s, we probably, you know, I know for me it was just, you know, and in hindsight, you know, I wish I would have saved that money, but it's like you getting these checks in the mail, it's like 4000 just, all right, I got 4000 keep me going. You know what I'm saying? I'm not getting no job. I got just 4000 coming in the mail. But then, like, so let's say the first check is 20 and then it's, and then it's 12 and then it's 8 and then it's 4 and then it's 500 and, you know what I mean? And then that's when it's like, the well is literally running dry. Sure. You know, you had the hit record and it, you know, it put you in a space where you didn't have to work, but now you've exhausted all those funds and haven't done anything to build on that, you know, because so, essentially your royalty should be your 401k. Those are things that you should save. You know what I mean? If you, if you catch a hit record, you shouldn't be living off of that. You know what I mean? But once again, this is, this is the knowledge. Um, so like I said, so with the job scenario, it literally becomes like, I remember having to take the dollar cab coming home real late at night, standing on my feet all damn day, trying to make this thing right. And having one of my coworkers say, yo, you look just like, I'm saying I have coworkers in a rap. So I'm literally was at work and it was around this time of the year. And MTV was doing that, you know, maybe, yeah, it was around this time of the year. So I'm trying to get, like, overtime. Get, holiday money. Holiday, yeah. And um, I'm in the Wuha video on MTV the night before I go into work. Mm. And it's already, like, you know, every artist, when they touch that, when they, you know, if you've been in the position I was in, maybe a little less little, or maybe more, you have like a glow around you. Niggas know what your face look like. I know I've seen you before. Like, and it was like, I was kind of like in that in-between spot where it was like, I was in obscurity enough to kind of wing it. But like I said, you had reoccurring things that were like stressed out or come out on for nowhere. Take it back. Let's take it back to this trial shit real quick. And it's like, wait a minute. What the fuck? And I literally came in, and I was, like, carpooling to go to a job in Long Island doing security. And motherfucker mm. was like, yo, you got a twin? Mm. Nah, what you talking about? <laughs> Did that shit humble you, though? It's not humbling. It's Humbling is, like, twisting your ankle. 
this shit was like, it was deaf. 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 And I'm going to tell you why I was deaf because of the fact that you, you're living, but you're living, but you're hyperventilating every time, um, you know, somebody hits the wrong button or somebody mm. asks you, yo, what happened? You know, um, that's, that's deaf as for our artists. That's deaf. But you made it out of that, man. Let me tell you that's something. The, but it's not deaf. That's, you know, because in, in the reality of life, like I said, it's psychological. And, you know, I, 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 as I said before early in the, in the podcast, I'm a servant of God. And and I was content with with walking away. I didn't. I wasn't happy with the way, the way I walked away, but I was content with it. Because I had to be because I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to never do nothing any any sort of you know any sort of anything to myself because i i did you know we especially when i came in we already had the preconceived notion that rappers didn't have a career past 25 anyway so mm-hmm. it was like yo you got the shot of a lifetime mm-hmm. you got to figure out the rest of your life but then like i i promise you man the flows never left they just got it just got it was torture because it was just like I'd be at work and I'd be thinking of the craziest shit. I have like literally like like wow. What do you mean thinking? I'm damn saying like the craziest rhymes ever. Like remember, um, and you know just to just to close this out, like you got to really think about in context how many how many. So Kanye got like the Kanye got the Kanye had like the first treasure chest because I had it all inside of me. It was it was like it was like when it opened up, it was like between me and him, bruh. <laughs> bruh, it was five classic albums back to back. I even wrote R and B shit on 808s because it was that much inside of me. You know what I'm saying? It was like it was that much, mm. you know, and and he had the same so he it was like if you took my experience and then you took him constantly being told you never, ever, never, ever Ever. And even when Dame signed him, it was just like just for the beats and he knew it. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, yo, we had one conversation. We was like, yo, two years from now, we're going to be the best motherfuckers alive. And and I mean, damn near, you know, it damn near came into fruition. You know, listen, as we uh, finalize and wind this episode down, I do um, I do have two things left for you. One is, one is I do want to say is that I'm really proud of, as a fellow father, of the father you are to your kid. Um, I've seen you over the years bring him to interviews. I've seen you uh, um, teach him game. And, you know, I think it's important for us fathers to not only be in, you know, the presence is important. Like I always preach presence over presence, but not only just be in his kid, your kid's life, but teach him, you know what I mean? And, right. and show him the way. And I'm really proud when I see that shit, man. It really, like, you know, I think you put a spotlight on fathers bringing their kids around on more things that maybe some fathers would just be like, yo, I'll leave them home. Right. You know, and, 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 and introducing him to the culture and surrounding him. I mean, this kid's, it's not even about a picture, but bringing him around like Yeezy and, and, right, and, right, and right, Kim right, K. Right, and right, just, right, just, right. just, these are moments that this kid, you know, will have forever. And it's like, you know, I don't know. I just, I, as a fellow father, I see that with you. Like, yo, if your kid wants to be a lawyer, you're going to surround them with lawyers. Right. And, and and honestly, I'm proud to see that man. I I, I really nah, am. Nah, I, I'm I'm all about, you know, like I, you know, 
just reflecting on what the things that I've just said, you know, I love my son. Mm. I would never want to see him go through the things that I've gone through. Um, and so I'm proactive in putting things in motion for him. Um, even if it's, you know, look, I had a child later on in life. You know, typically people have kids in their Chep- first children yep. in their 20s um, or 30s. You know, I have had them mid-30s. So, um, you know, I don't take life for granted any day. You know, any day could be your last in the jungle. Um, but I want to make sure that every day that I am here that I take a step towards giving him a foundation or network, um, giving him a legacy that, you know, he can expound on so that, you know, depending whatever he chooses to do once he's a grown man, he d- at least has a a base, Sure, sure. If if not more than that, you know, like I said, I don't, I can't predict the future. So only thing I could do is do it, live it day by day. But that's my my outlook and my goal with him is just, you know. So I mean, you know, the, you know, obviously, you know, it's great to take pictures and things of that nature. But it's it's also, you know, want you to be able to be like, yo, you know, not for nothing. My dad, if my dad not here, you know, can I come and just. You know, get an internship. Sure, build a relationship. Yeah, get an internship, get an assistant job. Sure. Get, get any of those things to where, you know, you're not starting from the bare bottom. Sure, sure, you get a little head start. Right. And I think that's a, a, what, a, what a parent does, man. Look, Kaz, man, like I said, your career, your journey. I do want to say this, man. When you speak about, like, um, to me, your journey is, is, is if we're going to put it to social media, your journey is 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 without no filter and it's real and 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 it's like you didn't try to like take 60 pictures and pick the best one right you took 60 pictures right, right. and 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 you know man i applaud you for that even with and, the whole and, job and, and shit. posted them all yeah and posted them all yeah and and, and even no matter what the like was you never gave up man forget about like what you know like your career is your career man and your journey is your journey man and and it's special you never fucking gave up man that's a lot to say man Nah, I, I, you know, yeah. you walk this way, you walk that way, but you never gave fucking up. Yeah, I, I run a clothes company. I forgot I was even coming here to talk about it. I mean, listen, try, <laughs> but it's cool. But nah, nah, I mean, yeah. So when you think about it, you know, when you think about, when I think about it, it's just like, man, I went from working in retail to, to working over retail. And um, man, that that's that's beautiful. On Instagram, it's the cons. Cons TV on Instagram. Oh, cons TV and, on Twitter. And, and Twitter is it's the cons. I T S T H C or I T S T H E C on S. Our tribe core quest uh, clothing. Uh, um, where can that be found? You can actually for all the clothing. You can go to my Instagram page, which is cons TV, and you can go to the tribe. Uh, a trial Code Quest Instagram page, uh, which is ATCQ. Um, the link is in the bio. And Will uh, it be available the, in any stores uh, in 2018? Yeah, yeah. We have, um, actually, we have the Vans um, releasing in April. Vans are... We did a collaboration with Vans. Nice. And um, we got some other, we got some other smoke coming. Is, is that known? Smoke is coming. that known? What? The, the Vans, the Tribe Code Quest? Yeah. I mean, okay. well, I mean, it's known, but, you know, we had to spread the word. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I think, you, I don't know if you, I, I don't know if you saw, but we we had to actually, we the first uh, sneaker that we displayed is the Bonita. 
Okay, um, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Right. Yep. So we displayed the Benita at Complex Con, and yep, um, you're right. You know, um, we got some, we got some smoke coming. We got some smoke coming. Listen, cons, man, I appreciate you, man. Likewise, I appreciate you, and Thank and you like for I said, me. of course, man, your journey. Listen, internet. Fuck with the uh, Tribe Call Quest uh, clothing, man. Super duper dope to le- keep the legacy alive. That's the thing in hip hop. Keep the legacy alive. Like, you know, if you're a fan of something, then then th- th- there's so much to get involved with, whether it be music and merch and, right. you know what I mean? So it's, li- li- listen, and your son, man. Yeah. Look Kaden, out for man. Look out for Kaden, man. He'll be out next year. His, uh, LP, Super manager. His LP is uh, titled Just Being a Kid. So we, we, we on it, man. He, uh. He got some fire coming real soon, real soon. I'm so happy about this. Mm. Internet's consequence. Peace. See you next episode. Queens all day. Cheer. Internet's, if you enjoyed that episode, I want you to reach out to me. Email me. Tweet me, okay? Email the premium show at gmail.com. At Twitter, at premium p at premium p show on Instagram, at premium p at premium p show also. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you didn't like. And also, to all my small businesses or big businesses, no matter how small or big you are, you want to advertise with the premium p show, get at me. The Premium P Show at gmail.com, and we'll figure something out, okay? Now make sure you subscribe, rate, and tell a friend to tell a friend. And I'll see you next episode. Cheer.